the Stocking Spurs, the Tottenham Hotspur football podcast that isn't just about football, it's about so many other stuff as well. So we're now on winter break. The European football world is on winter break. How was how your winter break, Patty? I, I know we're in the tropics, <laughs> so winter means nothing. But how is Winter it? is shockingly pretty cool. I, I, I'm not to be trusted with the weather. It's actually like, it, it has lows of like 25, 26, which is not bad for Singapore. Totally. It's, yeah, that's that's properly winter here on the equator. <laughs> it's raining too, so I guess that is my winter. So yeah. we have a great show this week. I'll say week, even if it's not a weekly show. We have, as per usual, the social media roundup where we will touch on a scandal, something some drama about the coronavirus, a heartfelt, heartfelt apology. We talk about the Oscars and how it very obliquely relates to Spurs. I don't know how, but it's there. And we talk about everyone else's winter breaks and a few babies. All the babies. Um, if you guys, that's not so much your thing, we do actually talk about football as well. And at the closer to the end of this show, we're going to talk about two amazing wins against Southampton and Man City. Amazing. If you guys want to know what the hell we're talking about, the links to the social media posts are in the episode description. That's right. First up, for those that have been living under the, a rock, a virus that has started uh, in the Wuhan province uh, in China has spread all over. And given that it's winter break, uh, some of our favorite football stars are out into the world. Unfortunately, one of our faves, um, Deli Ali, basically a Snapchat shows him. And basically, he goes like, this coronavirus ain't got nothing on me. And then he's wearing a mask and he flips the camera to a unsuspecting uh, an Asian man in Dubai. And this is obviously very, very disappointing. Um, yeah. He got called out by the tabloids pretty fast. And I guess uh, props to Delhi for owning up to it and apologizing right away. He took down the video, posted another apology on Snapchat. I think on Snapchat as well. And obviously all of these got reposted. So it's pretty disappointing. You do remember how young he is, but that's not an excuse. We tend to make excuses for our favorites. But yeah, definitely not one of his... Better moments, and I'm glad he apologized for it right away. But yeah, oh, Delhi. Yeah, uh, I I was super disappointed. I guess he's faced quite a lot of racism being a mixed race person. Exactly. I, I wasn't expecting anything like this from him. Yeah. Number one, he's mixed race. Uh, number two, he appears to have a very diverse friend. Group. Super diverse. Right. So I, yeah, so when I saw that, I, I felt genuinely let down. Uh, but, uh, yes. Yeah, and, I, uh, it's not the best climate right now to just be, I guess, making yes. light of it. Of course, some people think everyone's overreacting. But nevertheless, I am glad that Belly saw the error in his ways. I hope he yeah. makes good on that and just continues to be... The respectful person we know he could be, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I Actually, watching his apology, I felt reassured. I guess in the past few years, we've seen a bajillion apologies from celebrities. And they're always varying degrees of sincerity. Yeah. And I think, based on the video, 
it seemed genuine. He looked as disappointed in himself as you and I yep. felt in, in him. Yep. Yeah. And I guess I also want to applaud that it was an apology video and it wasn't a screen yep, of like a note. Of a note that's been written by a PR team and approved by multiple yep. people. So, Maybe yeah, it was off the cuff. It yeah. came from him, and I appreciate. Now, that. even if even if it was even if he did get help writing it, at least he said it on video in the same medium that yes. he um, committed the deed. Um, yes. Yeah. No to racism, guys, and yeah, no to callousness. Kick it out. Hashtag kick it out. Cool. Moving on to less uh, heavy things. <laughs> We're gonna go extremely fluffy, I would say. Um, this week, of course, the Oscars happened. Everyone knows. It was amazing. Uh, Parasite swept awards. And because it's the trending topic of the week, of course, every social media team in the world is gonna think of responding to this and getting in on it. Spurs official was no exception. Nah. This week, the night before the Oscars, they posted a series of photos on Instagram inspired by the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Each photo is like a movie poster or an iconic image from a movie. And the team has replaced characters with members of the team, however like appropriate they, they find it. Like, the first one is Superman. And they've changed Superman, the word, to Super Yan. And, and it's all downhill the from man here. With a cape. <laughs> is, yes, it's all downhill. It was downhill when they, I think, thought of the concept. And it's Yan's face instead of whoever actor played Superman in the poster that they got. The next one is a play on Gone in 60 Seconds. And it's Son in, in 60 Seconds. <gasps> And actually, we said it was all downhill. It's, it goes way further down through the core of the Earth <laughs> when we get to Avatar, which they've changed to Davatar, and it's Sanchez's face rendered in blue. I wonder how he feels about that. I, I have no words. Is there something vaguely racist about this? A bit. The next one is Happy Gilmore. And this is, I think we should take a poll on which one is the most forced. <laughs> They've changed Happy Gilmore to Happy Gilmore. I can't. I can't. Uh, it's... Saving Private Ryan is the next one. And they've photoshopped Ryan Sessignon's face into it. That was just, that was just lazy. There's no pun there. <laughs> it was just, hey, we have someone on our team named Ryan. <laughs> Do we keep going? Do we keep going? Because it gets, it gets super embarrassing. I, I... It just gets super embarrassing. I, I was cringing. Like, I appreciate, like, the social media team trying to get on a trend. I do. I think that, number one, if they wanted to do it, they should have gotten a better Photoshop artist. I'm sorry. Whoever did it, it looked really, really, like, bad, cheap Photoshop. Like, I wouldn't, like, their grid is gorgeous. This is what you put on your grid. This is what you put on your stories. Don't put this on your grid. Make this disappear. Yes, stories so it disappears. Possible deniability. No. Yeah. There are many other ways to, to tie in with the Oscars, and I just wish they had pulled this off better. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even want to go to the end of it, because the last one is just like, what the fuck? But 
Um, I guess the only high point to this is that Winks, Lamella, and Sasanyan actually commented on it, like laughing supposedly. I don't know. If, I don't know if they really <laughs> found it funny or like they were like. Is that embarrassed laughter? Yeah. Or what like is they that? rarely like. I, I guess they comment on each other, but I don't recall if they've commented on the Spurs official account recently. Uh, I feel like the one I can forgive. The the only one that I can forgive is super. Yeah, cool. that's it. Sorry. Because it's already a thing. They didn't stretch it. It didn't feel forced. The only thing that I don't like about it is that it's such an old movie. It's not relevant to these yeah. Oscars, right? So I wish I wish they had just found a more relevant movie. I mean they and I mean they used it exactly. in a way that wasn't so forced. They had Batman versus Superman or whatever, the Justice League, like the more recent one that had a Superman in it, but yeah. like and I just can't forgive the bad. Like, fine, the puns were terrible, but I ho- I wish. The silence of the lamellas yeah. was one of them. <laughs> Guys, why? One flew over the cuckoo's nest. I'm sorry. Like, what's the? <laughs> that sounds like a. I can't. I can't. I can't. Actually, you know what? The Photoshop of the Eric Dyer one is. That not wasn't. Bad. Actually, he looked the best. Dyer hard, I think, yeah, would be hard. the best one that isn't okay, like. Fine. I guess him and Super Yan had the got the best end of the stick here, but it's there. This is a very like bad pool. It's still not a stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the stick you leave on the ground and walk away from. You're like, nope, not for me. <laughs> However, moving on to things that they actually, I guess, really like. Um, I I discovered upon stalking and stalking the Spurs team over the winter break that. Uh, Hugo and a couple other team players, team members like um, Dyer, Sanchez, Mora, and the Argentinians all seem to have eaten at this Argentinian restaurant play, like that serves asado. Asado, I think, is like grilled, grilled meat, essentially. Yeah. And I checked the official Instagram of that restaurant, or I guess it's like a home restaurant. I don't know. It seems like a pretty niche thing. But I think a couple days before the team, well, some members of the team decided to eat there. Poch, Poch was eating there, um, which is like, yeah, it's kind of cute. I guess they all love grilled meat. <laughs> kind of random, <laughs> um, but also like a random set of players. Like, also, yeah, like yeah. I mean, the Argentinians, I get. Like, I guess it's like a very Argentinian thing if Poch was there as well a couple days earlier. But I love that Hugo was there because I guess, like, I don't know, they invite the captain. He actually showed up. Dyer can't put down a. I guess he likes the barbecue. The only English player who was exactly or or showed up. And then I mean, point is, good job team bonding. I mean, for someone that hasn't had meat in a while, I was really honestly like jealous of the asado. So you know what? If we're (laughs) ever in London, we should probably try this thing out. I am down. So the next trip we take there, let's let's check it out. Speaking of trips, so we established earlier that it's winter break. Winter break time, everyone's flying to awesome places on quick holidays to recharge and rest. Um, so we saw so many um, holiday photos posted on the players' individual Instagrams. And Spurs official on Instagram rounded up all of these into a single multi-photo post. So it's a bunch of different photos. We see Gazanigs in Maldives. He's on a bike on a pier in a sunny, warm place that looks amazing. Exactly where you'd want to go on holiday when it's winter time. You see Mora and his wife 
somewhere. Where did they Marrakesh. go? Marrakesh. Oh, nice. Yeah, I guess they have a photo here at a, at a market in Marrakesh, and they're hugging and having an awesome time. We see Dyer looking like he's taking a walk on Mars. <laughs> Nobody knows where he is. He's in a tracksuit, a jumpsuit, and he's walking on Mars. <laughs> we see Aurier on a boat looking out into the sunset. Anyway, so it's a collection of photos of people on holiday in different places. Uh, obviously, based on what they're wearing and their backgrounds, we can tell that none of these are in London. <laughs> except the cover photo. <laughs> the first photo in this batch is Toby and Ayla. It's a selfie, presumably taken at home, because you can kind of see maybe some laundry in the background. <laughs> so he, he stayed home, but he still made the holiday roundup. <laughs> I mean, but Ayla... <laughs> and we think it's by... The, the force of Ayla's cuteness. I w- Spurs officials like, oh my gosh, people are responding so well to Ayla posts. Let's just slap Ayla on this. I like that they probably were like, ooh, oh wait, no one else posted pics with their kid? Oh, let's do holiday photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Good job, Spurs official. You got our They attention. did. They really did. I think I sent you a couple um, links of those that weren't included. So one, okay, so we know that Dyer looked like he was on a Mars-like background, but unless EasyJet flies to <laughs> Mars, it's probably not Mars, because on Yid Army 1882 underscore, I guess it's a fan account, and there's a photo that some person on this plane took of Dyer in an airplane, uh, I guess... Looking kind of bored and waiting for the drinks cart to get out of the way so that he can get back to his seat. <laughs> and this is so refreshingly normal. So normal. Who has not been on a budget airline trying to wait for the drinks cart to get out of the way so you can go back to your seat? Everyone's been there. Spurs. So They're just like here. us. <laughs> totally. I, I, like, you couldn't imagine this happening to, like, I don't know, Hugo, but, but somehow... Yeah, so Hugo's family, I think his wife posted photos of them on their flight back to London, and it looks like, Person. are they flying business? Are they flying private? One of the two. It's definitely not easy. It's not easy, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and I like this about Dyer. He's so He's so, he's so He's such an yeah. everyman. It's so everyman, and it's like, I'm sure he could afford non-EasyJet plane tickets and yet for sure like yeah. you know it's kind of cute that he took it and he's just like yeah i'm not gonna spend on that you know like it's a one hour flight or whatever i think it's kind of sweet yeah and he has a history of doing this i think sometime last year i should have screen grabbed it to be perfectly sure but he he posted uh, an instagram story from inside a budget airline flight also and it was like a photo of his knees against the tray table or something I guess he likes easy so jet. This, this is his thing. That, that's kind of yeah. sweet. He likes flying budget. He's a practical Super man. practical. I think just the last of the Spurs on holiday, and this one was obviously not part of the official roundup. I saw this photo of like, it was just nice to see Jan and Musa hanging out in Antwerp. Yes! Yeah, that was kind of cute. I think they were at some restaurant together. Um, The restaurant obviously also posted like an official photo of them, so it's not like they were hiding and I think Musa posted like some IG story of them going like laser tag or some some kind of paintball. And it was cute because yeah. I think their wives were also there because you could see Jan's wife. You saw Musa's wife. And I guess they're all just hanging out still, which is kind of sweet and like besties and nice to see Jan smile. It is. It's so sweet. 
I love that they still hang out and they spend their winter breaks together. Dang it, that's friendship. That is friendship. Speaking of win- like winter as in winter break, uh, Maureen Larice also posted a photo of her and Hugo somewhere snowy. They're bundled up. It's a cute selfie where they're wearing matching matching tops and beanies. I don't know, but it's cute. They're gorgeous. They like, are. It's just, those are goals. Like, they're, they're the couple you kind of like want to be, but you know, you'll never be because you're probably not as chic or as like stylish as them. And, but yet you're, they're not annoying. You know what I mean? Like usually when it's too perfect, you're like, yeah. But this one is just like, oh, go you. You guys are gorgeous. Yeah. Live your, your best life. <laughs> Living their best life indeed. Lastly, we're going to talk about Sunny, the one person who seemed to still be working. God damn it, Sunny. Even during winter break. So this did not come from his own Instagram. It came from a fan Instagram. And it's it's a video of him in what looks like a lecture hall. <laughs> and is he giving a talk or something to a bunch of kids? Not kids. They seem older. Teenagers. I don't know. College students. But it seems like a presentation or a talk of some sort that feels very informal. And it just feels... You don't even really get a sense that the, the room is packed or anything. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it leave it to Sunny to, to be like, no, I'm not going to go on like a beach or like to Dubai or whatever. I'm going to I'm gonna give a talk. <laughs> so hardworking. <laughs> Well, winter break is over and it is back to work for them. Uh, today, just today, we get posts of back to training. So we get a, a set of pictures, a, a video of them um, coming back into one um, hotspur way. And obviously, it's winter break. So you see Toby Alderweireld all bundled up. You see Gazaniga like pouring like water into a thermos. You see like yeah. Sassanyan all bundled up in like down jackets. Yeah, it's a parade of puffer, puffer jackets, jackets and dombele, exactly. And, and then you get Ben Davis <laughs> swaggering in in like a white, like long sleeve top that looks like it's like cotton or something. Yeah, what? Is he not cold? Like, is he not warm? Are you not? I mean, I like it. I miss seeing Ben, and it's so nice to see him back. Yeah. But I'm just also wondering, like, I guess Ben Davis runs hot. Like, this is interesting information to me. Like, literally. Is he from a particularly cold place in Wales? Where Where this is, like, summer for him? I don't know. Yeah. Kind of cute. Kind of cute. But bundle up, Exactly. Don't get unwell, right, as you're recovering from your Exactly. But also just so nice to see him back. But yeah, it looks like we're back in training. And uh... finally, the centerpiece of the social media roundup. It's really why we do the social media roundup, let's be honest. We now get... The baby of the week. So this week, we have three babies that are in contention. First up, we have an Instagram story that appeared on Lucas Mora's Instagram. And it's a video, it's a two-part video of him and big baby Mora, who we believe is named Miguel. And they're uh, in what, they're in a room that appears to be their kitchen or something and he lucas and his son are naming fruits like lucas will point a fruit and say it and his kid will name the fruit and it's it's super in portuguese right mora is obviously super in love with his kid yeah and is so happy to teach him the names i I now know that uh orange in portuguese is naranja (laughs) i'm like wow (laughs) sure I, i felt like i was learning portuguese with miguel so cute, so cute though. And, and Lucas just looked at him adoringly. Our second baby in the running is Pedro. 
So this is an Instagram post from Marine Larissa's account. Gotta love her. And it's a photo of Hugo um, relaxing on a sofa with baby Pedro on his On a ski chalet. Um, there's a kiss emoji kind of just obscuring baby Pedro's face, but you can see his intense eyes, as intense as his dad's. And future future like, keeper. Gazing out what might be a window. Super cute. Super cute. Love it. Great moment. Nice, intense faces. Finally, we get to Ayla Alderweireld. No one. On Toby's Instagram, he posts a photo of, of her. I was going to say her enjoying a slide, but I think Toby's enjoying it as well. <laughs> Toby and Ayla enjoying a slide. A slide moment. She looks super sweet. She's sliding down. Or maybe she's not sliding down on her own weight because it looks like Toby's kind of just gliding her down. <laughs> She's just so precious. Congratulations again, Ayla. Like, baby of the episode of the week of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Our winner again. Forever winner. And I also have to talk about her outfit. Super cute. It's mega cute. I love that her her hair is... I feel like this is her default yeah. hairstyle. It's a good one. But it's nice to see it, like, captured in motion <laughs> as she's swishing down a slide. Uh, I, I super love that she's rocking skinny jeans and like chunky sneaks. She's on. She's on stylish, you know. She's she's stylish. She's a stylish toddler. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this kid? Like two, almost two. Maybe. Congratulations, Ayla. Congratulations, Toby. Congrats! You're our baby of the baby week. of the week. And we're back. Ah, thank you guys for uh, joining us again. Uh, this is our serious part and the part where a lot of you actually come to hear our sage wisdom and, you know, all the insights we have on our, our super insights, super insights, our Spurs insights. Uh, and we welcome back Toby. Thanks, Kumbaya Master, for joining us. Cheerio. <laughs> and, uh, good, good. Afternoon. Lots to be cheery about this time. Exactly. Yeah. Testing out a new English greeting on this <laughs> It, yeah. it, it is very cheery. And you know why I'm so cheery? Is that because I didn't have any sleepless nights? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I slept through both the games we're about to discuss. Yeah. We yeah, had... I think we all did. I think for the first time, all three of us were in the same time zone for these two games. And it was exactly the wrong time zone to watch the game. Yeah, those are tough. Yeah, I think the, the Man City one was at 1.30 a.m. local time, and the Southampton one was 3.30 a.m. local time, so yeah. no. <laughs> the double-edged sword of, of that time zone is that the midday games are great. When they're at like 7.30 or 8.30, you go to Poblacion, you go to Boqui, and you can catch them, but especially like Champions League next week, they're all at 8 p.m., which is the middle of the night, which is just, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. But you Not know what? Great. I mean, obviously, our results are fantastic. So, yeah. football yes. gods, you know, like, if you can assure me that we will win every single game from now until Champions League finals, I'll sleep through every game. I'll, I'll do it. I'll take one for the team, guys. I'll yeah. do it. But you know what? Question uh, is, would you risk it and then stay up and watch the Champions League final? Or no. would you have to sleep through that as no, well? No, I, I would sleep, sleep through well. it. Just sleep. Okay. I mean, because if it's a short. Yeah, if it's like a proven pattern yeah. that every time the three of us sleep through games... Even if it's a Champions League final, you know, you got to sleep. I got to sleep. You take your melatonin. Yeah. You get some lavender. And then just <laughs> yeah. oil. Exactly. Going, and you go to sleep. But I mean, clearly, we weren't the only ones having a good time in our sleep because the guys were killing it. Uh, 
at the Premier League, we played Man City at home. It's been a while, and the scoreline was 2-0, you guys. What? Clean sheet. Clean fucking sheet. We got... Yeah, we like we like clean sheets against Man City at the, at the <laughs> new do. lane. Yeah. We do. Our new transfer, Bergwijn, did a fantastic goal at the 63rd minute, and then, of course, we get Sunny at the 71st. But, guys... Even if we didn't even watch this, just watching the highlights and reading about it, what are your thoughts? Wild! Zero goals for Man City, but so much drama. Wow. I think, what, what, what do we talk about first? Because there's so many things to talk about. <laughs> so about uh, an hour into this game, score is still 0-0, and uh, Zinchenko from Man City gets a red card. He already, he already got a yellow earlier on. He gets a second one, becomes a red, sent off. Woo! Yeah, which I'm, I was super happy to see that call. One of the more fair calls I think we've actually received because <laughs> Zinchenko was just banged to rights. Like, he was never looking at the ball. Like, he had only one thing in mind to take Winks out. So that was, yeah, I don't know what he was. I mean, if, if he hadn't been on a yellow, it would have been the right move because then it would have been a two-on-one, I think, with... Bergvine and Winks making an astonishing run up the field. Like, we don't often see him with that kind of speed dribbling the ball. So that was super cool to see. But if he hadn't been on a yellow, it would have been a good professional foul to take. But yeah, I guess he had lost his, his cool earlier during the little fisticuffs when Sterling dived <laughs> in the box and everybody thinks it was a dive. But yeah, so that was that was useful. And like the fisticuffs, as she said, with Raheem Sterling earlier in the game, was just like nuts. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking at all, like I've watched it from all angles now, but I think the most important takeaway for me there is, damn, I don't want to be on like Hugo's angry side. I don't think I've ever oh, yeah. seen him that angry. Yeah. There were stills that came out on like fan Instagrams of like the moment he flips out and he's scary. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's because he had just made that massive save, so his adrenaline is probably pumping oh, it like two hundred percent, and there's no break until Sterling makes that dive. So, but. no, it's it's just nuts because like I mean he he does the dive and then he he kind of like tries to go for it again, and I think Acid you shared like a a post of Mourinho and assistant coach. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> that was I love so this. good. I think Toby found this, and it's a GIF on Reddit of this perfect comedic moment of Mourinho. I think, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Chow? Yeah, so they're, Zhao and Mourinho are sitting down and then this happens and then they get up and they run to the ref. And they like, the dynamic between the two of them is so, it's so classic, uh, it's so like old school physical comedy yeah. kind of thing. Where Laurel Jack's and Hardy kind of, kind of thing. And... Yeah. Who's Laurel and who's Hardy? But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, for all the drama up top, we turn it around with a 63rd minute goal from his first time to start, right? Uh, Steven yes, Bergwijn. Yeah. First start. We were just Wild. first first available game, right? I don't think he's been on the bench for, before. So yeah, he came right into the club and jumped straight into his start. Yeah. Scores Super a goal. Cool. Yeah. And like now everyone's like doing the hand yeah. sign and it's like we're all attempting to do it now. It doesn't register well yeah. in audio, but we yeah. are doing 
the bird one, bird line. Oh wow! And, I am and face signal. Does the W signal anything? I don't. I think it's like the 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 the, the W in his name. I don't know. Okay. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's I'm what assuming. I was wondering. It's cool. Whatever it is, it's cool. <laughs> it was so when he celebrated his goal, he did that right. He was running to, towards the side of the pitch, and he kept doing that thing on his face, the W over his face, and then Orie like tackles him to the ground. Also, yeah. sidebar, I love how Orie celebrates goals. He gets so intense. Yeah. So anyway, he tackles Bergvine to the ground. And while Bergvine is on the ground lying down, uh, Orie does the hand signal onto Bergvine's <laughs> face. <laughs> it's, no, I think it's, 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 it's super fun. It's amazing. Yeah, Orie's a character, isn't he? He's funny. He is. he is the crazy child after all. A quick personal appeal to... FIFA, the football game I was playing last night, and uh, the clubs update quite quickly, as as you would hope. But the illustration or the video modeling of Bergvine is is a bit embarrassing. Oh, it's really? terrible. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because he was at like a slightly smaller club. I mean, PSV is still a, a, a very good club, but yeah, they need to update that real soon. It doesn't look anything like him. It's yeah, it's a bit oh, sad. No. The RDM, yeah. if you're listening, please please make yeah. sure to update. But next year, hopefully, yeah, they'll update his his like player character and maybe give him that goal celebration too. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. That would be really awesome because yeah. again, because they they have Delhi's. Uh, however, I don't actually know how you do it. The the little finger monocle thing. We've drifted there, really I'm far away it. from the the football tactical analysis here. I feel. <laughs> This is what happens when we sleep through games. No, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was looking at the stats, though, guys. This is what amazed me. I mean, we'll, we'll get into Sonny's goal later on. But what amazed me is that Manchester City had 19 shots yes. versus our three. Like, what? And yet, yeah. we managed. And the possession was 67% them and 33% our side. So, I don't know. Is, it, is this a stroke of luck on our end? Like, what was it? I'm sure, like, the City fans are all, like, agog. Like, oh, we should have won that. Yeah. And even Mourinho said, like, we deserve to win, but they were better. Like, what are you going to do, mm. right? Oh, yeah. I, I was saying, like, after when we woke up the next day and looked at the stats and the highlights, it, it felt like... Uh, is it mirror image? It felt like the reverse of how we usually feel. <laughs> because I feel like we often mm. play the way Man City did, where we outpossess the other team. We have so many more attempts than the other team, but we somehow lose. Yeah. Like the other team just gets lucky and they win. So it was weird to be on the other side of it, like underpossessing, having three attempts to their 19, and we win we get go away from it with a win it's so it's refreshing and it's new and it's i guess hope inspiring yeah we're turning into the team that used to frustrate us <laughs> yeah exactly the interviewer asked pep after the game like wouldn't you expect like 18 like dangerous attempts to be enough to win the game like it's got to be mystifying as a coach if you set up tactically to achieve that many opportunities and you still don't score i mean it that's got to be bizarre for them but uh, yeah but as Yo jose said like we the better team didn't win but we deserved the win which i think they were slightly making fun of on um match of the day but i think it's totally fair and and describes the game quite well i'm like fuck you i'll take it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. sorry that's, that's the only stat that matters at the yes. end yes the score line exactly yeah. i mean a touch of i guess reality is that we're the question is, if we go into the round of 16 in the Champions League, 
are we going to get that lucky again? Like to jump ahead slightly to Southampton, like they had a lot of opportunities as well. And Manchester City had a lot of opportunities. And I think both in both games, they hit the post hit like once, if not twice. So I don't know how often we're going to get that lucky. Like we're, we are giving away slightly too many chances and we should. Yeah, Man City looked off. They just looked on some of their attacks. They looked a bit too casual. They just wouldn't, I don't know, just couldn't find a way to put it away. Which honestly just really works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel bad for I don't. that. So. Yeah. I really, really don't. I think yeah. the only time I felt bad was when they um, had a question for Pep Guardiola about how, oh, so, you know, you're not going to win this year. And just speaking of the gap between Liverpool and Man City, and I mean, given that they've won two years in a row, and he was just like, it was very like resignation. He was just like, yep. Like, that's it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, and the reporter kept like Pushing. wanting him yeah. to say outright that they cannot catch up to Liverpool yep. and they're not going to win. Yeah. Which I found a bit cruel. It was a bit cruel. Um, a and bit he just cruel. goes, I can't quote a nod or something like that. I think the reporter said, which is a bit... Uh, yeah. I was... Let it go. I was... I felt for him at that moment, but that's about it. I am happy. That's, yeah, that's and, the extent of my... Empathy. Emp- exactly. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, Sunny rounds it out at uh, and gives us and seals our win at the 71st minute with also an amazing goal. Yeah, great goal. And Dombele with a really nice turn there, looking a bit like Musa Dembele with the skill on the nice. ball and just being able to shield off the players and deliver that killer pass. So that was cool. Danny, or uh, sorry, was it? Uh, yeah, Danny Rose was on. I think he was speaking to Jermaine Genus on BBC Radio 5 Live or something and had some really good things to say about Ndombele and just saying like what an immense talent he is and, and how he thinks he's going to have a great future at the club. And I think he said specifically like it can be a bit devastating when a player of Musa Dembele's scale leaves because you feel a bit disheartened. But so if he's talking about Ndombele in those terms, like that's super encouraging for us. I mean, Danny's not one to shy away from a mic, so good yeah. good for him to at least <laughs> share this lovely piece of uplifting news for us. After, <laughs> it's honestly not gloating. It's more <laughs> of like confusion, a question that I'm throwing out into the world. When Sun scores, he runs to the, I guess it's a touchline mm. or something, to celebrate. Um, and Gazaniga's there, so Gazaniga meets him there and the other players catch up to them and they start celebrating. Mourinho joins them as well. But he's not celebrating. He appears to like be giving further instructions to Sun. Like he's pointing beyond Sun and giving him instructions. Mm. And it just it's just a like a slightly awkward moment. Yeah. Like in the moment of celebration to be giving feedback feels No, this is always Every every but, moment but is an opportunity for tactical yeah. genius. Yeah. I appreciate the focus. But okay, I appreciate that you scored a goal, but here's something else that you need to look out for. Listen to me. <laughs> a little bit of a spoil sport, but you know what? He got them to the finish line on that yeah. one, so I'll let it pass. Sonny was yes. probably a bit totally, like, totally. you know, I can't believe Sonny I just defended him. But yeah, you know what? That's what happens when we start winning. <laughs> one of my lastly, one of my favorite mini moments was uh, there was a chance when I think there were like four city players lined up inside our box. It was right after Hugo had come out to the top of the 18 and crashed into one of our own players, I think. And they had basically four Nothing. against two. Yep. Yeah. And Alderweireld just standing in the goal ready to do what it takes and uh who is it i think gunduan hits it over the bar and just completely misses it and 
Toby has a little celebration. I thought that was pretty badass, and I think he had a, a good game as well. So such yeah. a stalwart, such Toby, a captain at the back. Exactly, Alderweireld for life. I think when I saw yeah. that, I saw the highlights of that too, and and Hugo ran up front. I'm like, oh no, oh no, some shit's gonna go down. He's not where he's supposed to be. But Alderweireld was there in the same way Tanganga was there a couple like yeah. games back, and whew, whew, crazy game was crazy. Whew. More craziness we slept through. At the FA Cup, we played on our fourth round with Southampton. Whew. As a home game, scoreline 3-2. Boy, am I glad I slept through this. I can't imagine, you know, like living through this in real time uh, with the with scoreline of an own goal from Stephens at the 12th minute. We can get into that in a bit. Lucas Mora equalized us at the 78th minute. And then Sunny, of course, bringing us over the top with a penalty in the 87th minute. Guys, another crazy game. It was so tense. Like, just watching the highlights was tense. Yeah, I mean, they're a good informed side. I mean, they've yeah. got some really good players. Uh, everybody's talking about Danny Ings and how prolific he's been. What, I don't know what his first name is, Redmond, but he like he's a standout player. I love the way he plays. Just speed for days and really good ball carrier. Like, on their goal... As soon as he got the ball on the wing, I was thinking, yeah, they're they're going to score. And he made a great run through the middle and found Danny Ings with just a clinical finish. So, yeah, they're a great squad. And I think, talking about Champions League again, I think they're a great precursor to what we can expect from going forward in the Champions League. Like that kind of ruthlessness in front of goal, those kind of quality strikers. Like that's the kind of thing we need to be prepared for. So uh, it was a good test, I think. Yeah, I had the same, like, I had a similar experience or similar reaction to this game as the, like, Man City game, where it feels like we're finally on the other side of things. Like, totally. usually we face other teams, or in the past we faced other teams, and it's it's been neck and neck. And just one small thing happens towards the end, and we get unlucky and we lose it. And I feel like we're finally on the other side of that, and we are the team that gets i guess lucky at the end and we get a penalty and we win it in like the last few minutes that was again a new experience to be on that side of yeah the that that penalty from sunny i mean we are his first for spurs first for spurs um kane is still injured of course our usual guy to take our penalties and up comes sunny the pressure of a tie on his shoulders Mm-hmm. and he sails through like i am loving that not only do we have sunny for like all around awesomeness but hey you know what kane you can actually take a take a break if you need to because sunny can uh, step up i don't know i hope we never have to <laughs> go through this again but <laughs> i guess it's good it's good to know <laughs> that we have some backup yes yeah, it's that's... super reassuring yeah I, I somebody on reddit mentioned my my go-to source said mentioned that Mourinho said that a few like a couple months back they come february where when the things start to click like people are going to be afraid of this team so uh, i think that's especially true when we finally get harry back we have we're going to have so many weapons and apparently over this short february break they're going to do a lot of tactical practice and like really try to gel into the Mourinho system so we have cuz we have so many good players i think once they can finally start clicking it's it's going to be super threatening yeah, good. And just in time to start clicking because some super important games, games coming ahead up are incredibly crucial. Yeah. We have five upcoming games in like 
14 days. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're all so important. In the Premier League, uh, our the first game coming up is against Aston Villa away. And this is a game we absolutely need to win because it takes us so much closer to getting ahead of Chelsea mm-hmm. because we meet them the week after that. So if we can win those two games, the one against Aston Villa, the one against Chelsea, and we're clearly ahead. We're in fourth place. Good place to be. That's where we want to be. Where we deserve we to be. And we do it in the next two games. Exactly. And then we'll play the Wolves at home. So we have two away games and a home game. But more than that in the Premier League, obviously, we're still, you know, chilling around and uh, fighting our way through the Champions League. We have a game at home in between Aston Villa and Chelsea um, versus Leipzig. Uh, if I'm saying their names right, I hope I don't. I, I still don't know much about them, but obviously they're clearly mm-hmm. a great club. Yeah, like the little we know, I guess, is based on articles and reports and stuff. And it seems like it's perceived by the media to be a game that we are expected to mm-hmm. win. They seem to be saying that Red Bull Leipzig Leipzig is gonna be easy to beat, but they're they're second, or they. Yeah, they were at the top of uh, the Bundesliga recently. Are they second now? Or are they they still are at second the top? now. Yeah, they've been. They were leading for a, a good while, and then they started to slip. So they kind of struggled for form a little bit. And Bayern Munich just went on a crazy Liverpool-style hot streak of winning every game. <laughs> yeah. But if you're second to Bayern Munich, exactly. And that and Mourinho was just there a few nights ago to scout their game because they just played Bayern Munich at Bayern Munich. Ooh, in what yeah. is in quite a fun term is called this Das Spitzenspiel in wow. German, which is I guess the the game between the top oh. two teams. So that's uh, kind of interesting. I, but, I like that um, they have a name for it. Yeah, that is cool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. One of those fun German nouns. But yeah, but they had a really good performance. I mean, they didn't finish very well. They had had a lot of opportunities to actually win the game. So yeah, I think we're gonna have a fight on their on our hands because they've got some real quality. They've got very good center backs. Timo Werner is one of those wingers, one of those attackers who can just change the game in a heartbeat. Like he can score by himself if I think if he's in the mood. So it's it's gonna be a really tough game, I think. Yeah, I hate the media for playing it down and be like, oh, you guys are like so easy. It's gonna be like fuck off. Everything is hard here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this ain't this ain't like first round bitch this is like yeah. we're, we're in the deep end now yeah and not to forget we still have norwich at the fa cup so what mm-hmm. the hell i hope everybody rested up in this winter break because i'm tired just reading this list i think for aston villa in particular like everybody wants us to see us play our best lineup every game but i think for aston villa in particular we really need to rely on our quote-unquote second string guys like i would definitely have Sessegnon playing and I mean any chance we can get to maybe give Son 90 minutes off uh, maybe give more 90 minutes off I've just maybe give some a couple key guys fresh legs for the the game against Leipzig I think would be super helpful so do you think that given how crucial Aston Villa's game our game with Aston Villa is and that if we do win if we do win this it brings us up much closer to Chelsea before we play them do you think our second string or our B team quote-unquote would would be able to take them on i think they would be able to take them on i mean even if we saw it as slightly weaker personally i would think we need to prioritize the leipzig game even if we dropped a point or two at 
Aston Villa, that's the gamble I would probably go for because playing at Leipzig is going to be a challenge. So I think we need to do what we can to get a good result at the lane if we if we hope to go through. Also, top four matters if that's our only way to get into Champions League next season. But, but if we win Champions League this season, exactly. then we're in Champions League next season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so fuck you, top four. Just kidding. We yeah. love you. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I don't know what times these are at, but I'm also willing to sleep through it if it's what it takes to win. So yes, <laughs> that's, what that's it takes, the dedication. I'm willing to do it. Good news is Ben Davis is like very imminently back, I think. So hopefully over this next week or two, he's back in the side. Maybe he'd be a good start at Aston Villa. Maybe somebody, I mean, you don't want to throw him in first game against team, like line him up against Timo Werner. Good luck, Ben. But yeah, that probably wouldn't be super fair. So. Yeah, but it'll be great to have him back. Good to have him back as well. Oh, did did you guys talk about already where the hell Eric Dyer went? <laughs> we don't know, but he took an easy jet. That's what we know for sure. Okay. I mean, I, I people were saying it was Morocco, which Morocco makes, or Dubai, I guess. It would make sense if it was Dubai, though. Do you yeah. think he would have hung out with um Delhi and Troy Parrot, who were also in Dubai, and Harry Winks was also um. in Dubai? Oh, yeah. Okay. Must have been Morocco. He went for some alone time in the desert, I guess. It looked very alone time. And I don't know, like, his G- he's far from his Jesus year. So I don't know what kind of pondering he's doing, but uh, <laughs> good, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Always good to see Eric Dyer. All right. And with that, I want to thank Toby again for joining us this episode. Thanks again. Thanks, Toby. Thank you, Kumbaya. My Master. pleasure. Yeah. Lots of good football ahead. So much good football ahead and so much good football behind us. Thanks, Acid. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for uh, joining Thanks, us this Patty. week. Uh, Thanks, follow- Pats. Thanks, guys. Uh, follow us on our socials uh, at Stalking Spurs on Twitter. And we'll see you guys next time, hopefully, in a cheerio mood. Come, Come on, you Spurs! Spurs!